This is Richard Cloutier Reports on 680 CJOB. There are stacks and stacks of documents, probably close to six kilometers worth of documents that are spread around the city of Winnipeg. This is the archives of your city. And there was this project that was to make the former um, William Street Library, the Carnegie Library, uh, a hub for all that material, um, a really state-of-the-art archives. And then it started to rain. 680 CJOB's Kim Lawson starts us off. It was being transformed into a proper home for all of the documents and photographs that make up Winnipeg's history when the rain came pouring through the roof in 2013. The Carnegie Library at 380 William Avenue became a flood zone. Employees scrambled to save the history of our city. Walls, floors and ceilings were damaged. So were 450 boxes of archival records. Now, more than three years later, the building is empty. The future of housing our past is in limbo. What will happen to the 111-year-old historic building is unclear. For now, our history is scattered across the city. Those concerned want answers. And we've been three years like this, and little progress seems to have been made on getting the archives back into its home. The Carnegie Library was Winnipeg's first public library. Heritage Winnipeg's Cindy Tugwell says it was built in 1905 with a $75,000 grant from American philanthropist Andrew Carnegie. And he felt that um, people should have a free service, so there's an engraved sign above the door that says free to all. In 1994, it was turned into the City of Winnipeg archives, and in the late 2000s, renovations started on the building to make the archives work better for staff and for the public. Tom Nesmith is a University of Manitoba history and archival studies professor. A lot of work had been done, money had been invested to shore it up. As This was starting to happen. It was very exciting. And then um, there is this tragic uh, rainstorm that put the kibosh on all of it. After the storm, the archives moved out. Its materials, which end-to-end stretch about six kilometres, were shuffled to three separate buildings. Staff and most of the records are now located in a warehouse at 50 Myrtle Street, tucked away off of Notre Dame Avenue. Others are being stored in a building in the Exchange District and in the Manitoba Government Records Centre. In the 2015 Annual Records Report presented to EPC earlier this month, the city's head archivist says having three temporary facilities is challenging and that fewer researchers are visiting the archives now that they're on Myrtle. Tugwell says she's not getting any answers about why the repairs haven't been done. The city filed a lawsuit against the construction company doing the repairs on the roof when the water came flooding in, but Tugwell hasn't been able to find out the status of it. So far, I'm not really getting any answers as to why the repair has been delayed. I mean, it's been closed since June of 2013. Um, one would think by June of 2016, three years, that the work would have been completed. The 2014 annual report from the archives says renovations were initially held up while the city looked at another home for the archives, the Public Safety Building. But that option was ruled out. Nesmith says he's been asking the city and councillors questions about the future of the archives, but hasn't heard much back either. That's part of the disturbing feeling I get about this, that... uh, While there was great energy and considerable resources invested in the building, things seem to have really stalled. 
In an email, a city spokesperson says they're still working on a long-term plan for housing the city archives. That plan might include the Carnegie Building on William, or it might involve a different location. As for the old library, the city confirms it's still unoccupied and in need of repairs. The cost of fixing it up will depend on the specific requirements and needs. Nesmith worries that a decision might be delayed because the archives aren't as visible to most Winnipeggers as other city services. And archives in particular can tend to slip beneath the radar. The impact that they have, the uses that they have, are not often directly noticeable by lots of people, although they have that direct impact. Tugwell sees the archives as the perfect fit for the historic building. It's continuing on that theme that Andrew Carnegie would have wanted to see for this building, for future generations to have access to materials, to be educated about their city, to learn about their history. And I think that's where the commitment will have to lie with the councillors to weigh in on, on how important that should be to them. Cindy Tugwell will join us live in our 680 CJOB studios in a moment. Let's um, ask uh, Kim Lawson a few questions on this. First of all, has the city had a response to this at all? I've been exchanging some emails with a city communications person. We asked someone from the city administration who can maybe answer some of these questions to join us this half hour. They've said they can't accommodate that request. But basically what they've said is that they are looking for a long-term solution to housing the archives but that may include this building on William, or it may not. The litigation, does that have something to do with the the delays here? Um, do we know, or are we just, you know, reckoning that because uh, there's a lawsuit here that would, uh, the funds from that lawsuit would be used for repairs, um, that's part of the problem here? It's a possibility. It's one of the many questions that we've got. We've kind of been able to piece together information from some previous news stories from some of the annual reports submitted to EPC from the Archives Committee. But kind of the more that you learn and the more pieces you get, the more a- or questions that raises. Were any documents absolutely destroyed in the incident a few years ago? There was some damage that was done to more than 400 of the boxes. My understanding is they've spent a lot of money to try try and preserve what they could there. I'm not certain whether anything was completely lost or not. And meanwhile, all these documents are scattered uh, throughout the city of Winnipeg. They're just warehoused. And if you're a researcher, you know, it's very difficult to, to accommodate. And again, that compared to spending money to fix the roads, you know where the priorities are. But obviously within the academic community, within several circles, this is important. This is about preserving our, our past, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, the archives report, one of them says that visits to the archives from researchers are down substantially since this has happened. And for Tom Nesmith, the archives professor at U of M, that's really disappointing for him. It was so exciting to see this new building and the possibilities with it in terms of the archives being able to interact with the public, the ability to do some workshops, to have some meeting space in there, and now to just see that derailed and some of the progress that they had been making to really fall off now that they're in this warehouse. Our producer Tristan Field-Jones just told us that Councillor Pagdekan cannot join us live but has left a message. We'll check that message. Let's bring in Cindy Tugwell of Heritage Winnipeg. The Carnegie Building itself, this is, and if you've never been to the old William Street Library as it's known, this is an incredible piece of architecture to begin with, isn't it? 
This is a, a, a beautiful, beautiful building. I'm very proud um, that the city was in there. The city archives was in there. We gave them an award, a Heritage Winnipeg Award, in 2012 uh, for the work that had been done up till then. They spent a lot of money getting the work done, and then the problems with the roof started. That's correct. They were on a course to put a lot of money into that building, and it was a showpiece for the city. Can you talk to us a little bit about how long this building has been in our city? And it was a grant from Andrew Carnegie who built many libraries, not only in Canada, but across the world. But that's a special part of Winnipeg, isn't it? It is. I think that um, it was really important. They tried. It almost didn't come into fruition. They had to make sure uh, Mr. Carnegie said it had to come in at under 75000 And there was a lot of problems for it to get underway. But um, it was one of three, the St. John's Library and also the Cornish Library, and there were 125 libraries funded across Canada. And what Mr. Carnegie stood for about education for all, and I think that's why the City Archives is such a perfect fit, because people can go there, researchers, the average person, and the archives are really second to none in Canada. And I think we, as Winnipeggers, should be very proud that we've preserved our history. I remember going there as a kid, my first time to the big main library, which was on William Street, you know, a, a different part of, of the city. And uh, just taking it all in and uh, working on a class project at that time. Now, for many of us, we don't remember that. But you should, because that is a very special library. Then, of course, the Centennial Library, which was then renamed and expanded to the Millennium Library downtown. Phenomenal building there. And uh, we were able to increase our capacity. But after that, there was the debate. What do we do with the William Street Library and uh, this, this wonderful Carnegie building? And finally, it was decided, well, this would be a natural place to house the documents uh, that that preserve the history of this of this city. And when I started with Heritage Winnipeg, I met someone by the name of Mary Jamber. She was the city head city archivist, and she was adamant that it was very important. And so that was ingrained in me how important these co- this collection of our city was, and and how painstaking the process was to preserve these documents that you speak about. Tom Nesmith told me that he has the concern that since the archives aren't as visible as our bumpy pothole-filled streets, that maybe this isn't going to be a priority for the city and for council. But you told me that really it doesn't make sense for it not to be, given the great fit that the archives and this building seem to have together. I I think fixing the roads should be a priority, but I, I think they're apples and oranges. I think that we're talking about future generations and something that's important um, to everyone on a level that that takes years to understand how important it is. Roads are immediate, they're tangible. You can see when they're fixed. I think we, um, as, and, and I'm certainly um, biased, but I think our history and our heritage in our city is very, very important to preserve. And we do the work now. People will appreciate it for generations to come. Do we have a sense of how much this would cost to keep the archives at William Street? We're obviously talking the millions of dollars, are we not? We certainly are, but I think that the work, um, as I mentioned, had already been started. So I'm a little perplexed why this accident, so to speak, has caused the change of heart. 
Can you, you've been doing some work behind the scenes and trying to talk to some people um, to answer some of these questions that we've been talking about today. Can you talk about the progress or the lack of progress that you've made there? Well, I mean, given um, I'm just starting to feel that there's no answers coming um, immediately, there's going to have to be some digging. And like any good advocacy work, you can appreciate that there's a lot of unanswered questions that we're going to have to go to City Hall and sit down uh, with the appropriate counselors and find out what is the plan because I am again perplexed as to why no one's answering our questions. And is it a matter of uh, we just have to find the money or is there something else going on here? Well, I, I, I hope it's just that we can't find the money right now. I hope that they plan on going back there. Um, I have heard no change. I mean, the public safety building is news to me that they ever had planned on going there. And as I mentioned, I I wasn't concerned until a few months ago when I realized there was a real possibility they may not want to go back there. Yeah, that's kind of where we stand right now is the city is saying they are considering this building, they are considering other buildings. So I assume you've got some concerns that if the archives don't go back to William, what are they going to do with it? Um, I would rather have the conversation with the councillors that it is going back to William as opposed to we're looking at options, other options for the building and stay on course and be steadfast that regardless of what happened with the rainstorm that we are going to have the city archives go back there and advocate that and I would hope the public would support that. Well, and if it's simply that uh, the roofer made a mistake and uh, insurance should cover that, but you'd think we'd have those answers by now. Uh, thank you both. Keep on digging. It's an interesting story. It's important that, um, you know, part of our future, that we document our past in the right sort of way. Cindy Tugwell joining us from Heritage Winnipeg and my colleague 680 CJOB's Kim Lawson. Richard Cloutier reports on 680 CJOB.